0: welcome to bloody good reads i'm your host mark goddard and this week's guest is the brainchild behind one of the best up-and-coming horror publications we have out there at the moment dnt publishing has been amazing some amazing authors some amazing assignments coming up so i'd like to get her on and kind of pick her brains and see where she's coming to writing and uh, go from there so welcome to the podcast dawn shay
1: thank you so much for having me
0: What we like to do here on Bloody Goodreads is force authors to pick free books they love because I am a bastard. But before (laughs) I get to that point, I like to ask you, like I always ask, how did you get into the horror genre?
1: I have been involved in the horror genre since I was a little bitty thing. Um, I started watching horror movies with my daddy when I was um, (laughs) hardly old enough to walk, much less anything else. The first movie I ever remember watching was Creep Show 2 and I watched it from behind my daddy's back but yeah it's uh, my daddy loved horror movies and um so I started young and and it just went from there.
0: And what was your reading habits as a, as a young younger reader? Where, where did you kind of start getting into the horror kind of fiction?
1: Um it started with you know binuncula, goosebumps and then Graduated to, like, Fair Street and Christopher Pike books. And uh, when my uncle moved out of um, the house that we were living in, he left a copy of Skeleton Crew by Stephen King in a um, nightstand drawer. And I was probably mm, 11 or 12 at the time. And I got it out and started thumbing through it. And then I was into king and <laughs> it just you know kept going
0: king is a very obviously popular choice on, on here yeah um but you're the it, it, second person to mention bun bun, bun-, bun- Bun-Cula, the uh the, the rabbit dracula kind mm-hmm. of um yeah i've never heard this one before i need a second orphan now in, in the podcast to bring it up so it's nice to hear that happen again <laughs> what we'll do before we get into kind of how you started writing and a bit more about dnt um, again, what I like to do in the podcast is force people to pick free books. So what is your first bloody good read?
1: Pet Cemetery by Stephen King.
0: <laughs> never get a podcast that's never Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> but I've not had Pet Cemetery yet, I don't think. I don't think it's one we had before.
1: Yeah, it's my favorite book of all time. Um, I just yeah. love it. Everything about it.
0: So what is it that you love about a book?
1: When I was younger, uh, before I had children, it was just the, uh, you know, oh, these zombie type things are going on and zombies have always been like a huge thing for me. I love them. So um, this cat coming back and this kid coming back, you know, it was just kind of like that the zombie thing got it for me. But as I got older and I started to have children, then it took on a totally different meaning and... Then you get to that point where you, the dread and the the heart-wrenching whole story of the actual book, you know, because you actually get into that own, well, if it was me, what would I do? You know, and um, that's just terrifying to me because that's one of my worst fears is something happening to one of my children. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, transformed over the years but definitely still a a favorite.
0: Another choice on my ever-growing list of Stephen King books. (laughs) (laughs) Cool so
1: when did your
0: love of writing start?
1: I would say probably uh, in middle school I had um, an English teacher in the fifth grade and she was just lovely and um, she really you know, encouraged our love of reading and um, writing and those kinds of things, and she actually had us all get a pen pal from another country the year that we had her, and um, that was one of our assignments was to write to these pen pals, and I just thought that was so great. So uh, when I got, I think, into the seventh grade, I had started writing short stories, um, and a friend of mine, she was the only one of us that was cool enough to have a computer at that time, so uh, she would take my short stories home, and she would make a cover, you know, not a real cover, but uh, it was like a clip art thing, you know, for my stories, and I kept them in this binder, and one day, she had brought me a couple of stories back to school that she had printed up on her computer and everything, and I had just stuck them in a book or I don't remember now, but I just stuck them somewhere till I could get home and put them in my binder. And they fell out. Evidently, I didn't know this at the time, but uh, some people found them. They found them disturbing. They turned them into my teacher. Um, They called my grandmother to the school. It was a whole big ordeal. And um, they told my grandmother that I needed therapy because nobody at my age should write anything like that and um I have to give my grandmother credit she gave him what for about that but um I did get suspended for three days for <laughs> for that and um so it kind of put me off writing for quite a while so I, I didn't do it for quite some time after that
0: and that's, that's a shame because it it's suppressing kind of Yes. A, a talent and, and, and a hobby that you love doing, and that is not that's not fair. <laughs> that's really not fair. So when <laughs> when when did you pick it back up again? Then,
1: um, my father passed away in 2018, and um he he and I were very close, and like I said, that's where my love of horror came from, and um, so t- 2019, I honestly don't remember much about it because I was just kind of going through the motions. I was so devastated by his death. And, um, so at the beginning of 2020, February of 2020, actually, I had just decided, I was like, I'm going to write a book. And, um, I had already decided that I had, I had wrote down every letter of the alphabet and I had put out beside it each letter and a subject, and I was going to write a story for each letter of the alphabet. And I was talking to an author friend of mine and, um, Ask him, you know, what did he think about the idea? Did he think it would be, you know, something that would sell? And he was like, "Well, why don't you let other people help you write the book?" And I said, "What are you, what are you talking about?" And he said, "You know, get other authors to help you write the stories." And I, I had no idea that was even a thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so he started reaching out to some authors that he knew, and I reached out to some author friends that I knew. And before long, um, we had ABCs of Terror. <laughs>
0: which is the first release from T publishing it is yes yeah so was the experience behind kind of abc's a terror kind of what kind of pushed you maybe just to, to start looking at getting into publishing
1: yes um when i first started and we, we did the abc's i had decided that that was Strictly what I was gonna do, I was gonna just do anthologies and you know have authors get involved and um, just do different themes and I still have a notebook full of ideas for anthologies that I've had um and um but after I had been doing it almost a year, um I had actually talked to my husband one night about publishing solo authors. And I said, you know, what do you think about it? Do you think it's something we should try? Or... And um, so we talked about it just a little bit. And um, he said, well, you know, just keep doing what you're doing and we'll, we'll revisit it. And, you know, if, if things come up, we'll we'll talk about it some more. And so I, I just kind of went on. Well, the very next day, <laughs> um, Joshua McMillan, he's one of our authors. He actually messaged me and asked me, were we ever going to publish solo authors? And I i i just felt like that was a sign like how can i talk about it one day and the next day <laughs> an author mm-hmm. messages me about it so um yeah so joshua was our first author that we signed and uh, it's been growing from there
0: yeah and you released quite a few kind of apologies beforehand as well so at least the names out mm-hmm. this as well mm-hmm. and uh and we've interviewed quite a few of your authors on here already, so <laughs> yeah, you know, you do have a an amazing array of of people in, in D and T as well. So, um, before we go into kind of who you signed and kind of where, where where you're going next, what is your second book that you brought along?
1: Uh, boys will be boys by Rain Havoc.
0: Not heard this one. So, what what's about this book that you that you made to pick it?
1: Well, there's two things actually. The first one is it doesn't end how you expect it to, and it doesn't end how you want it to. And Mm -hmm. I was so mad at her. I was furious that she ended the book like that. Mm -hmm. And I messaged her actually, and I was like, "How dare you?" (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she said, "I had to write it like, you know, it just it you know I had to write it like I felt it and how it was, and I, you know, and this." But the second thing is. I read that book last year, um, maybe longer than that, um, and I still think about it. (laughs) Um, And that's that's a lot, you know. If if you read a book a year or more ago and you still think about it, you know, that's a big deal.
0: Definitely, a book that kind of gets you—it's always going to keep keep you going as well. So, absolutely uh, interesting choice. I'll be looking into this one. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. So, D&T Publishing again. You sign you are signing some amazing names. We, we've interviewed Josh Schlossberg before. We've mm-hmm. Mark Towsey's uh, one we've had on pretty pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how are you finding all these offers at the moment? Because you mm-hmm. obviously started off with a few few small sort of smaller names. Maybe to come to you. into new apologies. So, mm-hmm. how are you finding that d and is kind of getting out there and the kind of reaction to the books you release?
1: Um, we have a street team and they're wonderful. Um, there's about 10 of them active now. Um, and they're so wonderful about reading the books and reviewing and uh, reposting things and um, so I give a lot of credit to them because um, you know they, they work really hard and, and I appreciate them so much also godless uh all most all of our books go up on godless of course we have a little gremlins line that is for middle grade uh school kids Mm
0: -hmm. um
1: so we don't put that up on godless but um any of our other books unless the author specifically requests that it not go up on godless um they all go up on godless and drew is amazing and he's so good with um promoting and you know he posts stuff everywhere and um yeah so and then just word of mouth you know books of horror is a wonderful book group on Facebook that Mm -hmm. um you know so many people post books in and then other people see them and it just kind of snowballs from there so um yeah it's just been and of course I I do a lot of social media um posting and and things like that I, I don't think that that has very much to do with anything but um uh and then we have a newsletter that's bi-weekly that we put out and um we have 144 subscribers as of yesterday so that's amazing Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so
0: and and the talented authors you got there as well and Mm -hmm. some of these names are are really good so you know um but no books of horror is kind of where i came across you guys in the first place because it is Mm -hmm. such a great community on there
1: Oh, absolutely. So,
0: who have you got coming up at DNT coming up soon? Because I know you recently, um, just before didn't record, you really kind of announced some new signees. So, who's your kind of new crop of talent you've just got in?
1: Um, we have Brian Berry, Robert Ethig, Judith Sonnet, Douglas Ford. We've actually published book, his other some other books of his. Um, we have um jamie benetti jay bauer um harrison phillips
0: how did the relationship with godless come about because Godless is kind of shot up as well um mm-hmm. how did you manage to kind of get that kind of deal with them to have you have books on there as well <laughs>
1: um actually daniel uh, volpe had um, he had um, gotten his books going on godless and he had messaged me one day and he was talking to me about it and um you know i was very unfamiliar with it at the time and i told him you know i would give drew you know message drew and kind of talk with him about it just see you know and um so i did i i messaged drew and um i talked with him about what he what the plans were what what uh, he was planning on doing with Godless, where he was going to go with it. And um, I loved everything about it. I I just loved his business plan, the model that he had going, um, what his plans were for Godless. And, of course, he's constantly coming up with something new and surprising me. But, um, yeah, so, um, like I said, I was kind of reluctant at first. But um, we got him up and going, and it's been wonderful experience um the whole time
0: he's doing really well with it as well because he has um two a a new he's got a a podcast deal just come up you know he's got his own podcast so it's a great way of getting kind of your authors and his authors all kind of a bit more exposure as well so it's it's, hopefully be a very good uh good combination
1: (laughs) absolutely
0: okay so what is your third a good read pick for this week.
1: I'm going to say, and this is a recent one that I just read. Uh, I just finished it maybe three or four days ago. Um, and it is Hidden Pictures by Jason Reculak. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just a really good... Um, it was more of a thriller type than actual horror, but um it was really great. I really enjoyed it. Okay,
0: so what was it about that kind of drew you in?
1: Well, there was a couple of things. One, you you didn't really ever know where it was going. You it would go one way, and you would think this was what was going to happen, and then it would go completely a different way. <laughs> and the ending, I was not expecting at all. Um, and um, then there's pictures. Um, there's a child in the book that draws um, and the, and the pictures have significant meaning, but um, all throughout the book, there's all these pictures that this child has drawn and um, you know, I guess you never really give up your love of picture books from when you're a kid, (laughs) but um, that really, you know, that kept me enthralled and, and in, in the story.
0: Awesome, really good pick. Love the cover art. Cover art's really really cool. So yes, no, definitely one to add to list. Cool. Awesome. So, what, what have we got? What coming coming up now? So, are you doing any more writing personally, or is it just going to be full full out D and T? I'm
1: not going to say that I won't ever
0: <laughs> write <laughs>
1: anymore, um, but at this point, um, I feel like publishing is more where i i need to be or where i feel my place is right now um i have had people ask me if i was going to write anymore because they loved my stories and abcs and i was in one of the um books of horror anthologies and um so I, i'm not going to promise that i mean i'm not going to say i won't ever but <laughs> uh right now i'm i'm more focused on publishing than writing myself
0: Awesome, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been great talking about DNT with you, um, and talking a little bit about kind of who you got coming up as well. We've got some amazing authors, and I highly recommend going to the website for DNT and seeing who we've had previously on the podcast as well and who we've got coming up. Um, Judith Sonnet, again, you just signed her, her up, and she'll be coming on the yeah. podcast soon when uh, we can get it to work out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah definitely go and check out dnt publishing and again huge thank you to dawn for um, coming up so how can people find you if you'd like to be found
1: um they can find us on our website d the and is spelled out um and then we're on facebook instagram twitter tiktok um it's dnt publishing on all of those and the and is spelled out on all of that
0: awesome Again, thank you for Dawn for coming on the podcast to chat to us about DNT, uh, and do go and check out some of the amazing titles they've got coming out in the next uh, couple of months as well. Um, thank as you for always, having me. No worry. Thank you for coming on. Um, as always, a huge shout out to our sponsor, bottle Book Club. They are the UK's best horror and thriller book service, bringing the wonders of a haunted bookshop right to your door every month. You can get the Full Guts Box, which is a brand new book. A second hand book, which is possibly haunted, maybe not, and also either a magazine or another amazing title. We had two um, hardback books in the last box we got here uh, Five Minds by Guy Morpas and Woman Eating by Claire, I'm going to completely do this name wrong, uh, Coda, I'm assuming. I could have ruined her name. Um, so you get some amazing, amazing books in here, and a copy of Sell by Stephen King. Three huge books in one box, which is an amazing price as well. You just want that. You also get snacks, um, you get bookmarks, and you get um, pins and some awesome bits inside there as well. Um, If you just want the books, don't blame you. Books are awesome. Um, You can also get the bare bones box as well. If you use the code bloodygoodreads at checkout, you get 10% off your first box. And it is UK and US, so they do send out to both places as well. So go and check it out. You can follow me over on Twitter at bloodygoodreads. You can follow me on Instagram at bloodygoodreads. And you can follow me on the Slasher app at bloodygoodreads as well. Also, come and find us over on on Facebook. We have the Bloody Good Book Club, which is a great way of um, authors to promote their work on there. Um, So many titles out there, some reviews and bits and pieces as well. And go and check out Books of Horror as well. Um, Huge shout out to them because they have been amazing and uh, um, get some great discussion on there as well. So, as always, thank you for listening. I have been your host, Mike Goddard, and I'll see you next time.